following episode of Stripped Bear was recorded and edited on Tuesday, August 30th. As the situation continues to unfold, we will update our social media with all of the most relevant information about Molly O'Meara Smith and her disappearance. Shield your delicate sensibilities. This has explicit fucking content. Hi, I'm Angela, and I have 30 years experience in the adult entertainment industry. And I'm Jordana, and I almost got abducted outside of a gas station. Drift Bear. Oh my god, what happened? My coworker talked me into getting a ride with one of his friends. It was snowing. He didn't want me to have to walk home. Nice. And I argued with him a little bit, but I trusted him, so I went with them. Mm-hmm. I get in the van, and the guy driving says, maybe we don't take her home. That's horrifying. And they started discussing what they were going to do with me instead. So what did you do? I had this internal dialogue, and I thought, if I start getting upset, and they see it, this is going to escalate things. Right. So I started quietly reaching into my purse for my pepper spray, but I didn't want to use it yet. And then the dude who was my co-worker started flipping the fuck out. He started like crying and screaming at them that they needed to take me home. And they were talking about taking me to the salt quarry. And they did not go the way my home was. They totally went in a different direction. But they ended up making a U-turn because he was really flipping out about it. Well, good. Because who wants to be involved in an abduction? When I got home, I locked the door straight away behind me and just started this hysterical cackling. Yeah, I would too. So horrifying. That's, can't even imagine. First of all, though, a van, Jordana. I know. I saw that dude a while later. Yeah. He acted like he didn't know me at all. He came into where I worked. And then when he was paying for the shit he was buying, as he got the stuff out of his pocket and threw it up on the counter, a crack rock fell out. A whole ass crack rock? An entire crack rock. Well, you know, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I evaded a crackhead abduction. I'm glad you did. I brought that up today because I think a lot of women have horror stories about things that could have gone bad or about things that did go bad. And even when we blame ourselves, like it went against my better nature to get in that van. But that wasn't my fault. Nope. And I think we have got to stop blaming women or trying to make it seem like they did something wrong when they go missing. Absolutely. And that brings us to what we're talking about today. Yes. Which is a missing dancer from the Grand Rapids area named Molly O'Meara Schmidt. It is believed that she may have gone from the Grand Rapids area to Kalamazoo to work for the weekend, but nobody has confirmed that information. There has been talk that perhaps her SUV was found in Grand Rapids. Again, nobody's confirmed that information. It has been put out into the media that she was last seen driving a 2010 black Chevy Suburban. Yes. And I do have the plate number that I shared on the page. So definitely if you're in the Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo area, keep an eye out. Um, If you have any information at all about Molly, please make sure that you contact the uh, Sheriff's Department. And the number for the Sheriff's Department is 616-632-6125. Molly is 33. She is a mother. She has blonde hair. 
hair and blue eyes. She's very petite. She's 5'2 and about 100 pounds. She was last seen August 21st. And you can also send tips anonymously to 616-774-2345. A lot of times when women go missing, if you look at the comments on social media in the news article, they're just disgusting. Blaming the victim for anything that she has ever done in her life that might possibly be deemed somewhat scandalous and, you know, making it seem as if it's her fault that someone took her. A person's profession should not deem them unworthy. I can't count the number of times that I've read articles about workers who had gone missing or were found. And, you know, the whole thing was just kind of swept under the rug. It wasn't seen as important. And it shouldn't be like that. No. Missing women should be important. And it doesn't matter what they did in life or even if they were fuck-ups. Fuck-ups are important too if they're missing. Yeah. I'm I'm a fuck up and if I go missing I would like somebody to please look for me I'm a gigantic fuck up people need to go looking for me if I go missing absolutely I would look for you thank you friend you're welcome I'll put up little posters like you're a kitty I am (laughs) meow my husband he actually has people stop by and check on me when he's out of town good you know like I'm a cat whatever does she have kibbles Is there Diet Coke in her water bowl? (laughs) I think it's great that he does that. Yeah, it's nice. It's a big scary world out there. It is true. Hey, attention. Today we're speaking to Emily, who is a colleague and friend of Missing Woman, Molly Omira-Schmidt. Welcome, Emily. So when was the last time you talked to Molly? I haven't spoken to Molly in a while. I met Molly in 2012. I was fresh out of a bad situation. My club family welcomed me home with open arms, no judgment, just accepted me back as if I had never left. She was, you know, even in dance environments where adult entertainment there's still cliques and she was in the party click at the club and I was more on the spectrum of just going there to work just going there to get by so I know she always had wild side to her I wasn't extremely close with her outside of work but at work her and I got close she has a really sweet side to her she's a very kind woman underneath the facade we just got close just working together and you know I learned so much about her and her life and her children and her hopes and her dreams. I started having kids in 2016. So I took some time off from work. By the time I returned, she was married. A mutual friend of ours got married about three or four years ago. She had just had a baby herself with her new husband. She looked amazing, happy. Like this was not the party girl that I once knew when we were both younger before motherhood really set in for us. She just looked so happy and so healthy with the sweetest newborn in her arms just glowing the entire reception. And I have not seen her since then, but we have been in contact. Would hear things here and there about how she was doing and stuff like that. How had you heard she was doing? I had heard some things just around town that she was doing well, actually. I hadn't heard anything bad. Is it true that you've been putting in some efforts to coordinate things to help try to find Molly? Yes, absolutely. The first thought in my mind was, oh, it's going to get out that she's a quote unquote sex worker. And these are not my words. I don't view the women in my life 
as sex workers. I view them as mothers, daughters, and friends. But unfortunately, society views us a different way. So I just wanted to make that clear on that. I thought to myself, she's a sex worker. It's going to get lost in translation. They're not going to pursue this. It's going to go cold. How did you hear that she was missing in the first place? I popped onto Facebook, which is funny because I'm on to post pictures for my family, but I'm not on to peruse. But that night I was, I saw her face. Like I just felt in my heart that something really bad had happened immediately. You know, I mess with tarot cards. I know a lot of people have opinions on that also, but I use it for good. I don't use it to pry. I use it to help people find things. One of my son's half-sisters went missing once and I used it to try and find where she was, you know, stuff like that. Did it help? It did. I can read the cards pretty well now. Um, You can see it all over my face, I'm sure. I mean, I've just been using every bit of my energy trying to find where she is. So I was looking at the cards and I was getting frustrated and I was just like, Molly, where are you? girl like come on tell me I'm here I'm channeled I'm I'm listening and she said that that she's near a bridge and the person that she's with had I got like the king of pentacles and in my deck he has dark hair dark eyes and tanner skin not african-american not white so immediately it came to my mind of a hispanic man a lot of the cards had a river in it the two of wands had a river in it five of swords had water in the background the Ten of Swords had a waterfront in the background. Just all these cards that I had before me, everything had one thing in common, and that was a river. And I got the Judgment card. There's an angel in it. Comes to find out she was working at Angels. I connected with someone who asked me if she was near water, and my heart almost sank. And we were looking at the maps, looking at angels, looking at nearby rivers. Conveniently, there's a river really close by to Deja Vu, as well as Angels. They're both linked to the Kalamazoo River. I think we were referring to the bulletin that we saw on Facebook. It says that Angels has confirmed that she wasn't there. So I think we are now focusing more on Grand Rapids because Angels has reported that she was not there that weekend. She's divorced. She has children that she's trying to support. She's got a lot of pressure on her shoulders. The girl's gorgeous. Nothing to hide. She's had five kids and she looks amazing. Smile that can light up a room. This girl, she's good at what she does. So there was no reason why she wouldn't be at work on a Saturday night. So either A, she didn't make it there at all, or B, she was there and they're maybe going off of her maiden name, Omira. So I know it was someone she knew. Just from that general basic assessment, it's not a matter of who she was with because when it came out that it was a Hispanic male, it all flashed like really quickly oh there he is that guy looks like the king of pentacles in my deck have you heard anything about how she knew him well we have regulars we have so many regulars and we have customers that have been loyal for decades or more this makes this such a hard case already this girl's not going down quietly us ladies we don't go down without a fight so what do we do we go to two strip clubs and we find other like-minded women who not only accept us for who we are but understand us. We don't keep stock of each other's wrongs. We don't keep inventory.
inventory of the shitty things that we do. She has a whole family behind her that, that loves her. Once you're one of us, you're one of us for life. Everyone is doing everything they can to share her information and try and figure out what's happened to her. We have people that are currently trying to organize search parties. I haven't heard about the police scavenging the area, but I bet you if she was a 33-year-old mother on the uh, booster club at the elementary school, the whole community would be looking for her. And that's the problem that I have here. What about us? Nobody cares about us when we die. Nobody has a whole search party looking for us. These girls aren't given the same grace as other women in society. We've talked before about how tight-knit the community is within the clubs and how supportive all the entertainers are of each other. It's it's beautiful, actually. I wouldn't change it for the world. We all grew up together. We've all laughed, cried, been to funerals together. When COVID happened, we all had a barbecue in the parking lot with our masks on. Marriages, births, graduations. We celebrate everything together. It's eaten me alive that this happened to Molly, that she went missing in this way. Where was she living at the time that she went missing? Was she in the Lansing area or Grand Rapids? She was in the Grand Rapids area. And they have confirmed that her vehicle was found in Grand Rapids? I have not seen it from a news source such as uh, Fox or um, a police department. It has been reported that her black suburban was located in Grand Rapids but they did not release where. The only facts that we have is that she's been missing since last Saturday. The 21st. Yes. Anything else you would like to add before we wrap this up about Molly? I would like to add that speculation really ultimately is going to hurt her case. There's so many facets to being a worker in that industry and they're no different than someone that works at the local McDonald's or someone that, you know, runs a business. Like, they're just like everybody else. I think she was just trying to provide something bad happened and we have to find her as soon as possible. We need to get teams organized. We need to be searching both the Grand Rapids area area and Kalamazoo area. Thank you so much for talking to us today. All right. Thank you very much. And with that, we're we're here here if you need to talk. Did I scream?